Before we get started this week, I just wanted to thank everyone for listening to us and supporting us with this wacky, crazy, stupid journey that we've been on for about three years now. Uh, yeah, it's been three years since Analyst Sports launched, and we could not be happier. Uh, we do this every week, mainly for you guys. We do it sometimes for us, just for therapy, so our wives don't get sick of us talking about sports, but really for you guys, for your entertainment. So thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for just keeping us going through. Um, I want to let you know that we're starting to launch our Patreon page on patreon.com. You can go to, the, I believe it's patreon.com slash sports. Uh, we're going to post all of our episodes up there, and soon we're going to have exclusive blog posts. You can actually read our stupid, crazy thoughts as they're just listening to them. Um, so again, just thank you for everything. Thank you all for, for your support. And, and with that, here's this week's episode. Welcome back to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Cabison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. What up, what up? And BJ Thomas. Fuck this NFL season. Uh, well, <laughs> so Woo! I'm, I'm going to give you guys a history lesson. Dorian, pay attention. This is about the era with Bart Starr where they played football. They did throw the ball forward. So um, the last time the Patriots lost consecutive games by 30 points was 1970. It was their first year in the NFL. Yeah, it came over from the AFL. That team was so bad that their head coach had a heart attack mid-season and couldn't coach anymore. Oh, damn. Now, Oof. I don't think Belichick's going to take that route, but he is 70-something. Um, yeah. But if he retires or leaves the team after this season, they can blame Mac Jones. Yeah. I mean, Jones was not great coming out well, of college. Well, who picked Mac Jones? That would be Belichick. Yeah, nobody to blame mm-hmm. but yourself. Nope. Yeah. He, Mac, he Jones has, is, Mac Jones has been Mac Jones for years now. And he, and he's regressed. Like, there has been zero improvement. Wow. Well, so, uh, someone was mentioning that should, you know, because I think, I think they're like one in four right now. Yes. So, if they, if they lose two more games like so let's say they end up becoming like one and six that, that they should they should look to next season because they said that mac jones doesn't give them because they, they said by the time it's gonna be too late to try to get another quarterback because you know uh bill belichick is a penny pincher so they're like should they just wait to see you know and just so okay they were like okay if they if they replace Mac Jones are putting another quarterback that give them a winning season, but no. they said if they let Mac Jones play the rest of the season, they could be they can play their way into Caleb Williams' speech things. <laughs> That's how horrible he's playing. So he's so technically, Bill Belichick isn't tanking because he's going with his starting quarterback. He just he'll just be losing the locker room, but he taking chance to inherit. I will tell you this: that there is a high high probability that they are two and six if not worse okay they are one and four now their next three games are against las vegas buffalo and miami i can see them they they could potentially beat uh the raiders i don't know about the other two they're not winning the other two two. (laughs) you know and if they had like a rookie quarterback like a younger quarterback I say bring him in, maybe see what you got, because Mac Jones isn't the answer. But yeah. Mac Jones is their younger quarterback. 
Yeah, he's the other quarterback. Yeah. So if you're Bill Belichick and let's say you stick with Mac Jones and you pretty much suck the rest of the season, you know, clearly that's a sign where like he's in the quarterback's future. You would think he'll look to replace Mac Jones. You would yeah, think. Well, yeah, and so and that's the dilemma because BJ hit on this. Belichick picked Jones. Right. Okay, if they pick Williams or Penix or McCarthy, I know they've been they've been eyeing McCarthy. It that's Belichick admitting failure. Yeah. That's a high ego guy admitting right. failure. Exactly. And Belichick's the type of person where he's gonna he, he's gonna ride with this guy. Like he's he's one of those old school guys. Where like you know, what? I picked him. I'll ride with him. Like if I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go out my way. And we can't ignore the elephant in the room. Is the big old elephant that goes down to Miami for massages. Robert Kraft <laughs> is still pissed at Belichick for letting Brady walk. Mm-hmm. That was Belichick's decision. Yep. Kraft is still mad at him for that. And, and going back to a college football segment, he may just call Bill into his office and go. We need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't think that that Belichick will be fired. I think he's built up enough capital with, with that organization for them to have a graceful exit. I don't think he's coming back next year. For whomever makes that decision, I don't think Belichick comes back next year. That's saying a no. lot. Yeah. So I I have another question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would either of you like to play quarterback for the New York Giants right now? Probably so saying not. there's a chance. <laughs> Probably not. That, uh, that I mean, it comes with the paycheck. It comes with the paycheck of a starting yeah, NFL I, quarterback. But I like my spine. Yeah, I was going to say. Hey, yeah, I like being healthy. You know, they most of that really, shit is going to go towards my medical bills. I'm about to say fixing my back and shit. Exactly. My neck, my teeth. Yeah, the PTSD I'm going to have to be treated for. <laughs> exactly. Because me, like, I'm turning into Hex Grossman. Hike, one, two, whoever catches it. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Interception. Sure. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Man, I'll be calling all types of fucking audibles. Oh my god, that's Quentin Williams. Is he licking his chops? Audible, audible. LeBron James. What? What the fuck? Don't matter. Go long. Saquon, Saquon. Can you take the snap? Just throwing the ball. Wildcat. The, Wildcat. The throwing the ball into people's faces for self defense. Right in their yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't know. Who didn't want to play in the NFL growing up? It'd be awesome. I don't know if it's that awesome. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like growing up, yeah, great. I'll be a starting quarterback for any team. Now I got like I got a wife and kids. I'm like, um, maybe not. Yeah. So you tell me I can make more money in college? <laughs> that, that's Kenneth Williams. Things like I'll stay here and make more money. Exactly. I'm not playing for those, those guys. With no offensive line. I'm gonna I, be out of the league in five years. I will tell you this that. <laughs> If Chicago does end up with the one and two pick, and, and there is a distinct possibility that, that happens, they could pick Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. back to back at the same draft. And fuck up two careers at once. 
That's a two. They would have to replace the court. I mean, they would have to replace the coach. They would have to. They would have to replace the coach. They would have to get somebody in there that's gonna is gonna like you said, like not fuck it up and like help maintain both of those young guys' yeah. careers. Who, who are they gonna bring in? Sean Payton. Yeah, I mean, better than Eberfuse. Yeah, that's exactly. been ugly. Hey, Sean Payton came in the year saying he wanted nothing to do with Russell Wilson. Right. Uh, I can see him going. If you, if you, if Denver's going to keep Russell Wilson, I resign. Now go to uh, the Bears. Work out <laughs> a buyout. Ooh, that'll be that'll be just Another what we need. Bonehead moment at the end of a game yesterday or Sunday when Russell Wilson didn't he take a sack and fumble? Yes. What they're yeah. driving to win a game. Well, yeah, they they were they were driving to to take the lead back because they were down by three. And then Sean Payton burned him down when he came off the side, came off the field yeah. onto the sideline. Yeah. Oh, he hate that guy. He just, he he just resonates like hate against Russell Wilson. He basically told him he doesn't have to be such a cheese ball. You're not running for office. <laughs> Your coach is telling you that. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Yeah, bro, it's time to go somewhere else. Nobody, <laughs> nobody likes corny. Nobody no. in the world likes corny. No, the only the only corn I eat's on the cob. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So Russell's basically he either lost the locker room or lose the locker room. The coach doesn't believe him. Like, what can they work out where it's like, hey, you know what? It's not working out here. Like, you know, what can we do? We'll, we'll send you anywhere else you want. But I mean, that contract. That contract. No one wants that contract. Right. No one wants the player, and no one wants to pay that kind of money for a shit ass player. Could they restructure his contract in order to get a trade? I think there's there's too many years left on it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, the the way restructuring works is you've got a five year contract, and then you like you've already spent like three or four. And you you kind of restructure this year, move money to, to next year. Okay. Well, I think the maximum they can sign a player. Well, I, maybe not because I think Mahomes is signed to a ten year deal. But mm-hmm. I thought there was a, a maximum number of years that they can sign a player. That might be the NBA. Mm-hmm. But I don't want Russell Wilson on my books for ten years. Fuck that yeah, noise. No. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But is it gonna? It's just gonna be difficult for. Sean Payton to be able, it's like it's it's like how do you how do you bench a player that's making that kind of money? Easy, sit your ass on the fucking bench, <laughs> Jared, get in there. That's how you do it. Well, it wasn't his problem. Yeah, right. Sean didn't bring him there, so he can. He's always got that to lean back on. Right. But uh, is it, is it Walmart? Yeah. So the the Walmart owners may go, hey, we're paying Russell all this fucking money, so. What can what type of wizardry can you do? And then there is none. Trade him. Bitch, there's no rollbacks. No. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know what you know what you do? Yeah, you hire Jeff Galuli and you have him pull a Tanya Harding and oops, he got hurt in practice. (laughs) Oh that'd be something. Or uh, you can um, bring the rapper future to the games. That will <laughs> ruin it for where he wants to leave. <laughs> if you, for those of you guys who don't know the story, Google Russell Wilson, Future, and Sierra the Singer. 
They'll tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> See, Harry's the only good thing that Russell Wilson brought to Denver. <laughs> oh, so we'll move on to good football. We'll leave Denver <laughs> behind. Um, what happened in London? Or Tottenham or wherever they were playing? Ah, um, something I didn't expect. Um, I think I picked against them, but I mean, I didn't, I didn't like what I saw when they, uh, when I, I, you see, Jacksonville is one of those teams where it's like, like, it's like, you know what? They seem back, they seem like they're, they're going back into the Jacksonville of old. And then all of a sudden they, they pull out some type of gutsy win. Um, my biggest thing with them with is first the offensive line, which we've been talking about Jackson offensive line since we started the podcast. Um, hopefully, Dougie P can figure out something, but uh, Trevor Lawrence has hit the ground too fucking much, man. Like he was running for his life during that game. And, and even though uh, a couple of Bills defensive players got injured, outside of that, like if they were healthy, Jacksonville wouldn't have won that game because I think it's Spenza. Spenza, I can't think his name is like he was on Trevor Lawrence's ass before he got hurt. Yeah, and we've talked about this inside out build right. your offensive line that way. When you have your nice, pretty little asset back there, they, they're protected, you know. Right. You, you know, that that's you, you protect your shiny toy. I didn't right. let anyone play with my Optimus Prime when I was growing up because that was my toy, <laughs> right. <laughs> Facts. Um, Calvin Ridley is like is a uh, a package that came right when we needed him. Um, he he bailed us out on a lot of third and longs. Um, as far as the defense, the defense showed up. Um, I, I was I was extremely proud of the defense because I thought that uh, well, even though they they did their job to do their best to uh, keep. Uh, to contain Stephon Diggs. You're not going to stop him, but at least, you know, do what you can, at least give us looks, put two people over the top, and then dare uh, Gabe Davis to beat him. And I thought Gabe Davis was going to end up beating the Jags, but they were able, but they were able to uh, figure out. So, um, I mean, it was gutsy win. How much of the Jacksonville playing two straight games in London, Buffalo flying over Monday of Friday night, Contribute to the fact that Buffalo did shit in the first half. Um, it could be a factor, but again, they're they're professionals. I mean, they didn't get paid millions of dollars to to play this game. So, I mean, it, I, but but I'm sure I, I believe it, it could have played a factor. But I like you paid the big bucks. I don't know why they waited so late to fly it over. Yeah, yeah, I think that was their mistake. I mean, had they flown over yeah. on like Wednesday, yep, I think it would have been better. But I mean, the first half was not Buffalo. Listen to this, okay. Three and out, three and out, six plays for 18 yards, four plays for 19 yards. Those are their first four possessions of Buffalo in the first half. And I'm not just talking shit, but it's not like the Jags' defense has been special this year. No. Right, at all. They're like in the bottom, like no. bottom 20? Like, they like haven't been 20s, special. Like 23rd or something? Yeah. So, so something happened there. But um, I don't want to take anything away from the Jaguars. They won the damn game. Yep. Especially the way the Bills were fighting in the second half. Yep. Yeah. So, BJ, to your point, yeah, Jacksonville's uh, 20th in total defense, 27th in yeah. pass defense. 
Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, Jacksonville still won the game. I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but something out of characteristic for the Bills happened Sunday. Something. And Jackson, Jacksonville capitalized on it. Yeah. Sure. And that's the thing. Like, Jacksonville, they were, they're good enough to take advantage of that. Whatever happened with Buffalo in the first half, Jacksonville was able to take advantage of it. And we are not looking at the same Trevor Lawrence that was playing last year, though. I don't know. He doesn't seem – I don't Confident? know. Maybe, maybe I, I don't know. I mean, I'm starting to wonder having Calvin Ridley there is hurting him. Like well, he feels forced to get the ball to him. I I guess. I mean. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Evan Ingram's like a non-factor almost. Yeah, it's Jacksonville needs to get back to last year. The reason why we were successful, he's spreading around. But I but it seems that he's force feeding Ridley. And this not only from this game, but the game they played against the Falcons, he was force feeding Ridley. It's like, no, this is you're not going to be able to get to playoffs and win any playoff games if you're just going to focus on Ridley. Because when you play against the Kansas City, when you play against the team with a stout defense and stout corners, that's going to be over the top of Ridley. They say, okay, anybody else can be this except for him. Like it, he, he he has to be in the mindset to where I have to spread the ball. And I've and never, I don't like the idea of not getting people involved and expecting them to contribute in the end of the third quarter and fourth quarter. Like, I just never, right. yeah, I don't I know. I don't, he, I don't he, like that approach. You guys want to know something funny? Everett Ingram has more targets than Calvin Ridley this year. Really? Yep. Christian Kirk has more targets than Calvin Ridley this year. It doesn't feel like it when you watch the game. I, I'm just, I'm telling you what ESPN is telling me. And I can also tell you that Christian Kirk has more receptions than Calvin Ridley. And Elvin Ingram has more receptions than Calvin Ridley. So Trevor has tell to do a to, better job. Tell that to Evan Ingram's fantasy owners. I, I'm just telling you what, what's here. <laughs> yeah, he knows. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, come on. You know, but um, I, I'm confident that Dougie P will, uh, will be able to get Evan Ingram more involved. Because what happens is, those games last year that we won, Everett Ingram was uh, six catches, seven catches for 98 yards. You know, maybe a touchdown or not, but he was involved. Once you get that tight end involved, that especially because with uh, Evan Ingram, he works the middle, not as good as Kelsey, but damn near. He's good at finding those creases in the middle. Work that middle, the next thing you know it, uh, the guys on the outside will be able to get those one-on-one matchups because that forces yeah. the safety to, to play out. You get tight ends like like uh, Kittle, like three catches, three touchdowns. It's like, well, fuck it. All I do yeah. is score. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that was a gutsy one for the Jays. So, seeing in the AFC and talking about, like, shit that just blows my mind, how in the unholy hell – do the Pittsburgh Steelers lead the AFC North at three and two? The defense, man. That whole fucking conference is fucked up. <laughs> the Bengals are struggling. Deshaun Watson, who knows? Yeah. Uh, the Ravens are all out of whack. <clears throat> I mean, it's like the lesser of all the evils. Yeah. The the Ravens have lost a couple of games this year when they're like, how? Yeah. It's like I'll tell you how. To be fair to Lamar Jackson. Last game, the Ravens wide receivers had seven drops. Seven. They are dropped. Odell Beckham, I don't know what he's on. That was he hard to watch. Tired. Yeah. 
He's not catching. I don't know what happened to his hand, but it looked like butter. He he's not catching. They uh Hey Joey Porter Jr. told him to go home and be a family man. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Daddy. I believe he's right, man. Because he's dropping the ball. Like I'm talking about like ball, like it's it's hitting him in the hands and he's, he's just like popping out and you see Lamar Jackson like what the fuck now, now everybody's pulling on me saying I can't pass and I'm hitting these motherfuckers in their hands and they drop uh, after years of watching Eric Ebron uh, you know it happens <laughs> yeah but you're talking about the guy who had the best set of hands in the league to this yeah, yeah. Eric yeah. Ebron's never been in that conversation Th- that is true So, Dorian, you asked me a question during the college segment about can anybody beat Georgia. I'm going to ask you guys the same question about San Francisco. Barring injury, is there anyone that can beat San Francisco the way they are playing right now? I mean, this is the NFL is any given Sunday. However, <laughs> the way that they're playing when all cylinders are on, especially the, their defense, their defense is fucking scary. And that's the part that gets overlooked. I mean, they've got all those weapons on offense, but their defense keeps them in games. Yeah. Like, even if the offense isn't clicking, I mean, their, their defense is freaking amazing. And then they've got all the, the toys on offense. Right. And they just got a new shiny tool on defense in Randy Gregg. Yeah, but he's got to stay healthy and mentally engaged, and that's never been his thing. You don't think uh, Kyle can get him engaged for at least a season? Like, hey, man, we want to get you. I mean, Jerry Jones we'll offered him protection. Your- Jerry Jones offered him protection in cocaine, and that didn't work. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> well, since you put it that way, I yeah. mean, I, I don't know that for <laughs> sure, but that's what Jerry's offered everybody else since the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, but during to that point, I mean, the Rams scored twenty three against San Francisco, which is always weird because that that's a weird concept. But every other game, seven, twenty three, twelve, sixteen, ten. That's the points they've given up. Yeah. So, I mean. Just far- keep this in mind. The Cowboys held Christian McCaffrey to less than 60 total yards and lost that game like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's done that since he's been with the 49ers. Yeah. And um, and, and not having digs, you can you can tell it's a hole there because Ayuk was, was – I'm not saying – I'm not saying that – I'm not – how can I put I'm this? begging oh. for them to trade for Patrick Sertain second. Begging for them to trade for him. The Broncos yeah, are about to fire sale. You him. think so? Yeah. The yeah. Broncos are about to fire sale. Patrick Sertain's coverage grade is like 50% lower than it has been or 40% lower than it has been. I read yeah. that a week or two ago and it hasn't gotten much better. And um, yeah. you know how something like with a player of his skill level, yeah. If he comes to Dallas and feels like they have a chance, it could be a different game. Yeah. And plus, yeah. with the Cowboys' pass rush, it makes playing corner just a tiny bit easier. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that means that oh, – so you're, you're talking about Sertan coming next year? No. No, he wants him to be traded this year. Once, I've, I've, I'm, there are a lot of rumblings about a Broncos fire sale this year. Cortland Sutton, Frank Clark – uh, Jonathan is Jonathan Simmons the safety's name, mm-hmm. um, and somebody else. There's one more name I heard. Um, but if Jerry can just fucking 
uh, Crypt Keeper his way over there and try to do something for Pactor Sertan, that'd be excellent. Because then when Diggs comes back next year, you have Alabama's starting cornerback group from a couple of years ago. And then you got to figure out how to pay him and Micah. Good luck. Yeah. Ooh. But at least it's worth having him for one year to see if they can give it to I think, him. I think, did Patrick already get his contract or has he only been in for two years? I'll check that real quick. Yeah. I think Diggs came out before Sertain, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think you're right. So that leads me to believe that Patrick's only got a year or two in. Yeah, his contract runs through next year. Yeah, so if you're going to get him, it'd be this now. Yeah, get him now. Year, a year and a half to figure out the contract shuffling, which is going to have to happen. Yeah, and the the trade deadline this year, I think they just extended it recently because it's Halloween this year. It's like week eight or nine. And if they cut or trade Dak Prescott, that is $62 million on the cap next year. Yeah, you might as well keep him. Watch your mouth. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, Dak. Even though Dak threw three interceptions, he like three, like you said, three before, interceptions like, in a dumbed down offense. That's what you're missing. They got him running a college offense right now. It's like one read and figure to and go. Like that's. So you're got, saying it. So has he regressed? Um, I think Mike McCarthy doesn't trust him. Why is that? 15, 16 interceptions last year, whatever it was. Do you think it's time to pull the plug and put in that Cooper Rush finish out the rest of the season? I don't know. Um, I wonder if restructuring Dak's contract and giving it to him in a signing bonus would change his cap number enough and then do the hoodwink his ass and trade him after he signs the papers. I mean, you do realize that Dak Prescott has as many touchdowns and interceptions as Russell Wilson this year. Well, we'd be singing a different tune until the San Francisco game. A lot of people's stats are going to change after they play San Francisco. Yeah. He had one interception until then, so pump your brakes a little bit. But he only has five touchdown passes. Yeah. He has only needed five touchdown passes. My, um, who who's who's doing the offensive play calling? McCarthy, um, McCarthy and um, Brian Schottenheimer. Do you think that McCarthy just should? I think I think they're running a fifteen-year-old offense. Well, if Schottenheimer's involved, then yes. Well, McCarthy's offense is old as dirt too. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like I don't. I mean, I mean, I'm. I know people crack their jokes about Dak and stuff, but I'm like. There are a lot of teams that would take Dak to be their starting quarterback. Well, and we say this all the time. Okay, if if you jettison Dak, who are you getting? Who are you bringing exactly. in? Because this team has talent. Yeah. So you need to bring someone in that can capitalize on that talent. Otherwise, it's just a waste. So right. who are you bringing in either as a trade or free agent that is will make your team better? The Bears are stupid. Trade them to the Bears for the second for the Carolina pick, and then hope that they tank. Hope that Carolina's worse than the Bears. It's very possible. Well, Carolina's yeah. terrible. So, yeah, and the Bears yeah. just won by accident. Yeah. 
Well, the, the Bears won because it, yeah, I think Dick won that game. Not Dick, uh, Buckus won that game for him. I told you that when you told me that Buckus died, I said, this is the one they're going to win. I yeah. told you in the group chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm surprised we haven't talked about Justin Jefferson going out for four weeks. Devin Achan, Devon Achan going out for four weeks, possibly. Um, mm. Some like this is the, this is like a quarter season Armageddon happening this week. Yeah. Yeah. Now crazy. a chain I think is was second in the league in rushing yards total. Mm-hmm. Something. Some people were saying that he's faster than Tariq. He has the fastest hundred time on that team. He has the fastest recorded one hundred yard dash time, one hundred yard time on that team. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, not to mention you know Jeff Wilson is supposed to be coming back. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that's gonna. Look, everybody's everybody in fantasy football is like, are you worried about A. Chan getting less carries because of uh, Wilson coming back? No, because Wilson doesn't have yeah. 15 yards of fucking touch. Yeah, right. Yeah, here, here's the thing. Okay, Sid Luckman owns the record again. Dorian, historical context. Pay attention. Oh, I love history. So go ahead. Okay, okay. <laughs> Sid Luckman owns the record for average yards per pass. Okay. At ten point two yards per pass, David Chain after four games is averaging twelve yards per rush. Yeah, I was watching the game and I was like, "Man, he's not doing too much this week." And as soon as I thought that, some bitch took off seventy six yards. I was I like, mean, "Why does he look like he's jogging?" Was <laughs> he looks and, like someone's playing Madden on rookie mode? And I love, yeah. <laughs> I love, I love when fast guys realize they're fast. Like when he ran to the safety, he was like, he didn't even make a move. He just went to the sideline and up. He was like, you're not yeah. going to beat me to the sideline, and you definitely won't beat me after that. And he just gl- glide out to the sideline and just hauled ass. I was like, wow, that guy's fast. Yeah. That whole team's fast. Yeah, that whole team's fast. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I would love to see them on a 4 by 400 Moster, A-Chan, Tyreek Hill. And whoever the hell you want to throw in there, because I'm sure Waddle. they got another four, three guy Waddle. Yeah, All Waddle, four of them yeah. on a four by one hundred would be interesting. Yeah, I don't know if it'd be Olympic, but I bet you'd win a college. Uh, it'd be close to the national championship. Mm-hmm. Olympics, a different monster. Those yeah. guys trained yeah. four years for that specific race. Oh yeah, that'd so. be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, they are probably the the best four by four hundred uh, relay team in the NFL. Four by one hundred. I don't know about the four by four hundred. That's a different. Fair. Four by one hundred. Let them let them do what they're good at. <laughs> Take the ball and go. Yeah, just go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that has the potential to be like four ten second one hundreds. Yeah. So, you boys ready to go over to our power rankings? Let's go. So, BJ, I'll go to you first. Who's who's your number one? No, uh, well, I mean, they beat me into submission, so it's got to be San Francisco. So, Dorian. Yeah, you already know it's the Niners. I I think our one through three or four are going to be about the same because I got San Francisco as well. No, you you switch it up on us on your number three. Okay, so who's your number two? We'll go with it. We'll start with we'll start there. The Eagles. Dorian. Mm-hmm. Same, Philly. Yeah, I've got Philly number two. So, BJ, who's your number three? The Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. 
Hey, Dorian. Jeez. I think Miami's better. I think if they played on a neutral field, Miami would win. And I think Tyreek Hill would be giving Mahomes the deuces sign every time up and down the field. So, who's your number four, BJ? Dolphins. Dorian? Got Dolphins. Yeah, that, that's where I got Kansas City. Okay. And please, for the love of God, do not tell me that you have Detroit at number five. Both of us do. Fuck yeah. both of y'all. <laughs> yeah, no. No, like they're playing fucking lights out, man. Like, like all all jokes aside, I know I know the Lions been the butt of jokes and shit, but no, they can win the AFC, no, the NFC North. They can win it. Well, I believe they're gonna win. I picked them to win. Yeah, and, and Jacksonville, Jacksonville can win the AFC South. I mean, the, you're okay, cool. You're better than a pile of shit. Yeah, but the thing is, you, your guys' defense. It's stout. You, you, you guys' defense can win you games. Our defense can't. Oh, right. no. no, no, Bryce Young just had a career day, dude. That, but I think that's just one game. It, yeah, mean, but look how he, shitty his career was up to that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So his career yeah. day actually isn't that great. So yeah. it's still still his best performance as a, as a rookie. And, by the way, the team that I have at five beat Detroit head-to-head. So – in my little sphere of influence, head-to-head works. That's why I get Seattle at five. Nah. So. Not impressed. If, fair. So, especially speaking of being not impressed, what about the Trash Badgers? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> the list. The list that uh, defines the NFL season. I have the Bears at number thirty. Oh, we're doing 30 through 32. Yeah, let's do, I have New York yeah. 32. Okay. They're yeah. the worst of the worst. Yeah. And me, I got uh, 32. I got Panthers. 0-5. Yeah. Pretty shitty. <laughs> yeah. I, I got the Giants at 32 because of the question I asked earlier. Would y'all want to play for them? So many sacks. <laughs> I mean, Daniel Jones hurt his neck again. Tyrod Taylor is like, yes, I am hurt. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know who's going to play quarterback for them this week. So many sacks. And do you know who they're playing this week? 49ers? No. Who? Miami. Miami. Oh, Miami. Oh, yeah, they're playing Miami. All right. They're playing Miami. Hell yeah. Let's go, Tyree. I need 40 out of you. <laughs> and that defense better. The defense better be ready to be on the uh, field. For if there was ever a time to just like pull Vinny Testaverde out of retirement, like, huh. hey, Vinny, just play one game. That's all we need you to do. We know we're not going to win, so it's okay. Just, you know what, Brett Favre, you're you're in New York for whatever reason. Come on, you can play. Yeah. Hey, Eli, come on, man. You think they can give us a couple of games? Tim Tebow, can you can you play? Can you want to play quarterback? <laughs> nah, if they're they well. I was gonna say maybe I'm getting Trey Lance, but I don't know. Tebow or Trey Lance? At least Tebow will try. She, which, well, here's what you do, okay? When the when the Giants <laughs> play the Chiefs, you bring in Tebow, you bring in Taylor Swift. And the NFL's happy. Who cares if the game is any good? <laughs> right. So, BJ, who's your thirty-one? Number thirty-one is the Carolina Panthers. Dorian? Me? I still got the Bears. 
Ain't shit change. Ain't matter. shit change. One win. What, what's the yeah. win gonna do? You had to. Exactly. You had to, a legend had to die for you to get that win. <laughs> exactly. Well, a legend had to die for the Bears to win. I think. I think this year's Patriots team is going to kill a legend. So I've got the Patriots at thirty-one. That would be a suicide. <laughs> because he has he's fully responsible for that roster. So BJ, who do you have at thirty? I let the Bears move up one notch because of their win. That's it. Thirty. That's fair. Dorian? I got the Patriots. I, I got Carolina. I mean, they're still shitty. The the Bears are like right above there because of the win, but yeah, they're they're like hanging on by a thread. I'm hoping the Bears win two in a row so I can bring the Patriots down here with you guys, but I just wasn't ready to do it yet. <laughs> then give them time. So we'll go on to our picks. Seattle versus Cincinnati. You know, welcome back to the win column, Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati is actually a two-and-a-half-point favorite. How? I, I don't know. We talked about this earlier. Shit goes on in Vegas. I go, it was like, what the hell are you guys thinking? And then Cincinnati will probably win by fifteen. Like, oh, okay, that's what you—that's what you knew. I—I I don't know. Man, what are the what are what are our rankings, real quick? So Dorian's thirteen and seven, BJ's nine eleven. I am seven to thirteen. I hanging strong. Hanging tough. So, and we didn't do this earlier, but for college, Dorian's eighteen and twelve. BJ, you're fourteen and sixteen. I'm fifteen and fifteen. So, BJ, you've got some ground to make up. I sure do. Um, I'm going with the Seahawks. Dorian? Um, they're, they're playing in Cincinnati, right? Yes. Um, I'm going to Bengals. Uh, okay. Would you care to explain yourself other than the games in Cincinnati? Mm-hmm. I believe that I believe that a spark. Just my first belief. I think I think something sparked with uh with Joe Burrow in in last week's uh win against Arizona. Even though it's still Arizona, sometimes in the NFL you just need something that's gonna like band the guys together because they were supposed to lose that game. And uh, I believe they I believe that this is the the turning point for them. I'm not saying they're gonna win the AFC North, but I think I think that they're gonna play. Uh, some type of formidable football. Um, he's still going to get sacked. Uh, so, but I think that I, I, I think that them rallying together, they're playing at home. I think I think that they'll be able to have a better game than they did last game. See, and I do agree with you. The Borough looked the best he's looked all season. Um, my issue is not so much the offense; it's the defense. Okay, see, I, yeah. I think Kenneth Walker the third's playing. I'm pretty sure Zach Charbonnet's playing. Um, Cincinnati's rush defense is god awful. It's next to last. That's why I'm going Seattle. I think it's a bad matchup. I think Burrow looks good. I think Seattle just runs the ball down their throats. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. If Gino is playing on on Sunday. He's supposed. They said that he's like questionable. He's game time decision. That might be why it's a two and a half point spread for Cincinnati. Yeah. So he may not play Sunday. I'm I'm still sticking with my pick. <laughs> so BJ, with that information, are you still sticking with Seattle? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, next up is the New Orleans Saints and the Houston Texans. The Saints are a two and a half point favorite. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Saints on that one. I don't know if C.J. Stroud's ready for this top-notch defense. And Dorian? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Saints as well. Well, frankly, I need to to be different. So I'm going to go the Texans. I think it's a big game. Stroud's going to get up. I think it's going to be close. I think that Houston just makes one more play. And frankly, I trust Stroud more than I trust Derek Carr. Wow. And I'm the guy that drafted Derek Carr on his fantasy team. So, there. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Next team is the Lions versus the Buccaneers. Detroit's a three-point favorite, and this game's in Tampa. I'm going with the Lions. I'll fix that. So, yeah, um, I'm going with I'm going with the Lions too because I don't think Tampa's going to have an answer for David Montgomery. They David Montgomery's going to. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I think. Yeah, I think uh, Montgomery's going to run wild. Um, again, I don't trust um, Mayfield. As much as I don't want to do it, I am going to pick the, the lines in this one. I'm just going to jinx them. Fuck it. <laughs> I think that'll be all right. So um, next up is the Cowboys versus the Chargers. So you've got, you've got a team coming off a, a San Francisco game, which teams that, that play for San Francisco the week before – Normally lose because they get the crap beat out of them. Maybe not on the scoreboard, but just physically going against the team that tries to lose the game. Hmm. So, BJ, guess I'm going with the Cowboys. Dorian, yeah, um, I see the Cowboys bounce back this game. I have a fucking choice. Okay. Yeah. So the schedule tells me this game is in L.A., but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a home game for Dallas because I'm pretty sure Dallas could have more fans there. Um, mm-hmm. If Dallas doesn't win, I think their season starts to go in the tank because I think Dak loses confidence. So for that reason, I think Dallas needs it more. And frankly, as bad as McCarthy has been, he's still better than Brandon Staley. So I'm going with the Cowboys. <laughs> Um, last one is the Colts versus the Jaguars. Coming off the win against Buffalo, Jackson was a four and a half point favorite. Gardner Minshew is playing quarterback, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah. Which might be why it's only a four and a half point spread and not more. Which, by the way, I mean, I, I know the Colts got Richardson for, because he was big, athletic. They were trying to get that man killed. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm going with the Colts. Dorian. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the uh, Jaguars. With Jaguars, the, the thing is, if um, 
Anthony, if Anthony Richardson was playing, I probably would would pick the Colts. The reason being is we we struggle with mobile quarterbacks. We struggle heavy, heavy. But due to the fact where you know, not saying that Gardner means you can't beat us. It's just a matter of like he's he he's more traditional. We're not gonna worry about his legs as much. So I'll go with Jacksonville. Here, here's the thing: if Jacksonville wants to be considered a favorite in the AFC, they want to be considered a contender. These are the games they have to win. You're right. Okay. There is no reason why they should not beat Indianapolis by more than a, by at least a touchdown. Yeah. If if they can't do it, then they're just a pretender who got lucky because whatever the fuck happened with, with Buffalo. Right. This is the game they have to win. I agree. I'm I'm going Jacksonville because I do believe that that you know Peterson's got to get them ready, but. The last two games we covered are important for both for those teams for those very reasons. Mm-hmm. Dallas' season hangs on the brink, and Jacksonville wants to be more than just a first-round playoff team. They, they need to win games like this. Absolutely. So, I believe it. Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports.